this is a very special episode that's dedicated to friends, family, and loved ones. And in honor of that, I want to give the floor to my special friend, Kiera Leone, so if she can give her tribute to a lost angel, someone that she lost that was near and dear to her, Avani B. Evans. Avani B. Evans was my best friend. Despite the distance and the extended intervals of communication between her and myself, our support and care for each other never withered. It always stayed true. When I would least expect it, but right on time, she would pop up and shine her beam of light in my direction. If she wasn't purchasing a ticket to an event I was curating or taking the time to borrow a vehicle to come to my rescue, she was leaving random comments on my social media to remind me that she was always watching. This past year, she has blessed me with her spiritual presence. From showering me with hundreds of birthday greetings this past summer to introducing me to life-changing people and ideas that would have never come to my mind if God didn't see it to bring her home. Or you. To her. Um, I'm going to miss the clutch parking spot hunts we would go on while being her shotgun passenger driver. I'm going to I'm going to miss your classic iPod playlist and the brief turnups that they help create. But most of all, I'm going to miss your incredible talent and creative eye. I pray that you continue to watch over me and everybody that continues to love you and remember you, especially your parents, siblings, and abundance of family members. God blessed me when he created you and formed our everlasting friendship. Thank you, Avani, for always being there. I love you, girl. <laughs> yeah, that was her thing, saying girl. She, she didn't say girl. She said girl. <laughs> or B. <That's> all. <laughs> well, rest in peace, B. Yeah. We love you. I love you, girl. <laughs> We're sending all of our condolences and all of our love out to you, Kiara, and all of Avani's friends and family. We are all... Sorry, I'm getting emotional. Happy birthday. Happy birthday. Rest in peace. And the show goes on. Nine years old, bringing comedy. Every time I look at you, I think, man, a little me, just like me, wait and see if you're going to be tall, makes me laugh because you got your mother's mouth and all. Sometimes I wonder, what you going to be? The president, a doctor, maybe an MC. Ha, I want to kiss you all the time. But I will touch that butt if you get out of line. True that. Uh-uh-uh, why you do that? I can't get too mad because you be making me laugh. Whole world looking in the eyes of my baby girl. I pledge to you, I will always do everything I can. Show you you don't need a man Dignity, integrity, honor and I don't mind if you lose long as you came with it And you could cry Ain't no shame in it It's episode 11 Miss Lissa knows With your favorite girl Miss Lissa This is a special episode of my whole career I have a special guest My one and only child Brielle Hello <laughs> Do you have a, a fun name that you want to be called? Like how mommy is Miss Lissa Knows? Brie Lissa Knows? Br- uh, what about, uh, I, okay, we could do Brielle Knows or Breezy Knows. I like the first one. Brielle Knows? Or even, what about this? Like, Brie Cause I Said So. I used to want to. Yeah, I like that. When you were little, I had started a little blog for you that I never got to c- completely, like, get into. But, yeah, Brie Cause I Said So. I'm really excited. Are you nervous? Um, About what? To do this. A little bit. You're such a natural. And because the other day when we were at the gym, when we were walking out, you did a little video for my show. I was like, you know what? Instead of me always leaving Brielle at home when we're doing things, I want to include you a little bit more. So I wanted to have you on. So I'm really excited. Well, actually, I'm kind of nice. I mean, I'm okay with this. First thing, 
everything. You know what they say? What do they say? First thing, everything. First thing, everything. Who's... First time, everything. I don't know. You make you out here making up catchphrases? You well. Oh, it's the first time for everything. Yeah. So, do you feel like this is something that you may want to do as you? Yeah, as long as people don't really have to hear this. Th- then that would defeat the whole purpose. Okay, fine, fine, fine. What do you want to be when you grow up? President. Perfect. The first woman president. Because if I said the first black president, that would make no sense. Because Obama. I mean, you could be the first black woman president. Yeah, exactly. Well, how do you feel about the president that we have now? Don't mention him, please. (laughs) Why? Because his name rhymes with dumb. I think it, it rhymes for a reason. Maybe. Do the kids in your school ever talk about him? Not that I recall. Good. Goodness, like. Do I you mean, wish? Do you wish was that someone else was the president? Yeah. Um. Go ahead. Um. Well, actually, it, I I'm okay with them talking about him as long as it's not. So yeah, I love Trump as long as it's not that. Right, because you think anyone who supports him can't be a good person. Is that why? Yeah, and also the people that really think he's good must not be so smart. Right. How do you think he got to be the president? Cheating. Yeah. Yeah, he went online and went online, and then he just added more votes to him. That's 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 what that's what they saying in the streets at the school. Because Hillary was winning. No. She was. Yes. Remember, um, a long time ago, not so long, but I saw the we saw the news. Right, we were watching. And then Hillary had more. She did, and we went to sleep nervous. And when we woke up, we were very sad. And when I went to my old school, remember in New York, um, uh, the teacher said, "What's wrong?" I said. I forgot the other thing. I said one thing about something else, and then I said Trump. She said, well, I can fix one of those problems, the teacher said. (laughs) And it wasn't the fact that Trump was the president. If you were the president, what would you do differently? Do good. I know my um, grandma said it wouldn't really make sense, but I said I would make stuff for free. You think that would work? Or else. What kind of stuff? um, Everything, because if, if stuff were free, there wouldn't even be a such thing as homeless. Homeless, the word homeless wouldn't even be a real thing. Because people would be provided with what they need? Yeah, and let me tell you something. Money changes people. Mm-hmm. Money makes people selfish and stuff. Why do you think that? It's true. Why do you think some rich people are rude? It's because they got money? So people that are that are less fortunate or poor, they, they're nicer, do you think? Yeah. Actually, no, it don't really matter. Some pe- Not everyone has to be nice, but still. What else would you do if you were president? What I would do if I was president? Yeah. Um, I would, I mean, even if I couldn't do that, I would actually kind of give the homeless people some money. And also, so you, mom, you won't even worry about driving, mom. I would just let you sit in the limousine with me. That's so nice. Al, we just waving at the people like, Al, I'm Mama Presidente. That's what I want to be called. I want to be called Mama Presidente. Yeah. And that, that's okay? No, it is. It is. I mean, it is. So how are you preparing to be the president? And how can I help you? Just um, trying to encourage me, I guess. How can I do that? And are, are, are you, how are you encouraging yourself? Like, how are you preparing? Are you writing your essays and doing your homework? And what happened? <laughs> you over here doing signals. What happened? Okay. Um, are you not a fan of school? No, not at all. Why? You, well, maybe if you were president, you could figure out a way to help. How would you make school better? 
what aren't you liking? Strict teachers. Strict teachers? So you think the teacher should be a little more fun? Yeah. Find a fun way to make you want to learn? Mm-hmm. What about, like, some music and some different activities? I think you should probably be the, the teacher. Why? Like, um... <laughs> Shade. I actually am also scared to be president because remember Martin Luther King? Yeah. What about it? He did too. I'm scared to do a little because um, if I do good, who knows? Someone might try to hurt me. So you see, even at eight years old, you think that if you were to speak out and do good and try to make things better, that you will be a target? Some people just like bad. That's why, remember Martin Luther King? Because if it, if it wasn't for us, I wouldn't even have... No, when it was in my class, mm-hmm. I'm friends with a white girl, so I wouldn't even know her if it wasn't for Martin Luther King. True. And also, he got assassinated. He got killed, right. And I don't want that to happen to me either. Well, sometimes I think about that too, being that, you know, I'm trying to grow into this media personality. And a lot of times I'm like, you know, when you go against the grain and you don't say things that make people comfortable, sometimes it does make you a target. However, you have to know that you trust in God and you have to stand for something or fall for anything. And even if, I mean, we all have to die, Bria. We know that we die, we're, we're all going to yeah, die. Like nobody's going to live forever. It. Yeah, but some people But when it. you do great things, at least your legacy lives forever. Martin Luther King died before I was born, but yet my child knows about him. You know about him because of the great things he did. So you have to know that no matter what, you have to stand for something and stand for what you believe in. And you have to know that your mommy is going to have your back. Yeah, but that don't really... I, no, you can still have my back. I'm just saying that don't really matter because people don't care. People still do it. True. Well, what can we do? Even if... do You know, the person who tries to help, they actually kind of get hurt too. So you don't really have to do anything. We have to do something. But we know what we're going to do right now. We're going to take a break because I have a guest coming in, and she's going to talk about a book that she wrote about her children. Well, I mean, we'll still have you in the room. Because there's no more microphones. We have some mics, but we're going to definitely have you back. Do you have Instagram, Twitter? What's your website? (laughs) We're working on all of those things. However, I did want to include you, and I I do want to you know, bring you on to more things and have you do some acting. When you were younger, you were so into, like, acting and everything, but now you seem a little more shy. Well, I guess I am. Well, well, I'm just acting. The people um, in the other room, can they actually hear us? They can actually hear us. Oh, gosh. And there's going to be thousands of listeners you listening to, to this episode. Nervous? No, I'm telling you the truth. But you are a superstar, and you have such great things to say, and I learned so many things from you that I just wanted to, you know, pull you in and let the people get to know you. So, everyone, this was my daughter. Such a great moment. We are going to have more of those. Maybe we'll even give her her own little Because I Said So segment where she could just drop some baby gems on your head. But in the meantime, in between time, keep it right here, because when I get back, I'm going to have my girl Gossip Viv sitting with me. It's and, Miss Lissa Knows. And also, I have a question. Um, can I do this again if there's still some time? I like this. <laughs> we'll definitely bring you back. In the meantime, in between time, go grab you a snack, hug your child, moisturize your skin, and keep it locked. It's your girl, Miss Lissa. And, do it, be- 
and do it because I said so. She's the queen of the tagline. The queen of the tagline. She gave me a new one, which I will be dropping later. And you already heard what she had to say. So keep it locked. It's your girl, Miss Lissa and... Brielle. Al. Later. Go to Miss Lissa Knows. If you don't, she'll know. It's in the name, a.k.a. My Mommy. Now. And we are back. Sitting with me is Vivian Billings, author extraordinaire. Extraordinaire? A.K.A. Gossip Viv, if you feeling ratified, if you have VH1, if you <laughs> Instagram ready, if you want to know the tea, if you want to get to know that coupon good talk. Cause oh, you, yeah, because yeah. Yeah, you know a lot of people be paying attention to Khaled when they, have, they don't have no money. They need to be paying attention to, to Viv. <laughs> y'all over here looking at Khaled Instagrams and y'all getting all these high hopes. No, 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 no. You got to stay within your means and gossip Viv. Like, you need to have your own blog for that. You are Coupon Viv. <laughs> coupon Viv, oh my God. You elevating. You know, I'm trying to save me some money. I got like six kids. You and you is about to have a Wayne's clan. I do see you out here. <laughs> I, I know. I mean, but the ages, you know, two are already out the house. Smart. They grown. They got jobs, and they doing them. And then the, the other two, they they middies, and they they can still help you with the little one. Elijah's a little one, right? Yeah, yeah. He's, He's so my cute. He's he looks just like you. You ain't seen his father. I did see his father. I interviewed his father. Remember. <laughs> Did you? Yes, all of these oh, years yes, later. Right. Okay, that's fun right. fact for all the listeners of Miss Lister Knows that are new. Gossip Viv and I go way back when I was I on PNC Radio when I had um, Miss Lister Knows on that platform. Mm. She came through and just blessed me with an interview at a time where I was like just you know, budding and getting people in the industry to have some respect on my name. And she was on um, a VH1 reality show by the name of what, Gossip Girls? Gossip Game. Gossip Game, which I feel like they... Um, they, I feel like they cut it off a little too premature. Like, I feel like they should have gave you that one more season to just like right. push it. They just had to get rid of a couple of players, like yes, basketball they did. style. They should have just you know got rid of her, kept her like like that, and mm-hmm. y'all would have been good. So yes, <laughs> Vivian and I go way back. So her being here as an author now, Al, come on, girl, drop the accolades, <laughs> accomplished, accomplished. You so come silly. on, sister. I'll so, yes, it. I'm excited for this because I needed an update because you moved. Mm-hmm. You had a baby since I've seen you. He's, um, what is he, two now? He's two. He's two. So how is life treating you? Life is good. I can't really, I can't complain at all. Life life is good. I moved to North Carolina. Do you love? I, I do. Okay. I do. I'm, it's, a, it's, it's slow moving, but I'm starting to get acclimated to it. And um, I got a lot of opportunities out there that I'm taking full advantage of. And so I love my house. That's good. I love the school systems. They don't uh, celebrate Columbus Day. They they in school today. Got that right. <laughs> um, so, I mean, I'm, I'm happy. I'm very much happy. I mean, okay, so my daughter, she lives in Pennsylvania. So I definitely feel exactly how you're feeling as far as, like, I had to get her out of the New York system for her to really excel. Like, I feel like the teachers... They they don't have the same patience that I feel like the teachers have for me growing up. Mm -hmm. I feel that the students have a shorter attention span. Mm -hmm. So I just had to get her to like a smaller environment, a slower pace. And she's really thriving. Well, she's very articulate. She was playing pool out there with my son and she was like... 
I hope uh, you don't get mad when I beat you. <laughs> She's, no, because she was even in the gifted and talented program here in New York. But I, like I said, I feel like our certain children have a different way of learning. Mm-hmm. And if the teacher doesn't have that, uh, that, that full interest to figure out how to make that mechanism work for your child, especially when they black, I feel like they don't have that same patience. So she's definitely thriving there. But me, when I go to Pennsylvania, oh, my God, I'm taking naps. It's slow. You get to think. You gotta, yeah, you get to think. But I mean, sometimes I'm having trying, trying to just figure out how to get it going. So how did you, like, going into that, that different realm, like, how did you prepare yourself? I didn't prepare myself because I just felt like, hey, I'm this and I'm, you know, I'm going to make it pop wherever I go. Um, but it was a learning process. I had to get to know people, meet the right people, you know, and build my own community of networking and my friends. And, you know, it took some time, but, you know, it worked for me. And other people, like, um, were they receptive to you? Um, Do they welcome you? Because they Southern, ain't they? They ain't bring on no pies, knock on your door, no. bring you some stuff. No. No? Mm-mm. No, they didn't do that. <laughs> Look at her face. <laughs> she like, like, what? No, they did not do that. Um, the people who were already well-established were very receptive to me. And the people who... Um, were, like, growing. Were growing kind of were a little bit intimidated like oh she's here to take my spot I wasn't there to take anybody's spot I'm there to just stay in my lane you could do you I just feel like there's room for everybody so like don't feel intimidated like it's just me how did you get them to like you know warm up to you I don't know how I did it It blame it on you know I put it all on God God had his hand and all of that um and it just worked you know, because I guess when people get to know me and they see that, all right, she ain't that kind of individual, however people want to perceive me, they come, become more relaxed. Right. Mm-hmm. And even, I know that um, when you were on in my show some years ago, that's actually when you made the announcement that you was not going to be doing I the I had reality just sh- got the text yeah. in your studio, yeah. like, oh, we're not going to have a season two. So mm-hmm. how did you, like, you know, bounce back from that? Is that why you wanted to move? No, 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 no. My husband wanted to move. I didn't want to move. Okay. If I had it my way, I would have stayed in New York. Um, but my husband wanted to move. He wanted to change. We were looking for houses in New York. And for our budget, what we had, it was like little... I can't... Small, uh, like a closet. I didn't want to curse, but... No, um, you, we, we, you could. Oh, okay. So the, it was like shacks. You know what I'm saying? We was looking in No, values. no, no. I know you didn't say you wasn't going to curse, and you said shacks. <laughs> no, I was going to say effing shacks, but... Oh. <laughs> But when we went looking, like, in Atlanta, we was like, all right, we could get this mansion for what our budget is, you know? And then I didn't want to just be, Atlanta has all of his family. So I didn't want to be just in all his family and be taken away from my family and my friends. So I said, we got to kind of meet in the middle. So then we were thinking, like, maybe Maryland or Baltimore. And he didn't like the taxes there. So then out of nowhere, he was like, how about Charlotte? I was like, hmm, how about Charlotte? Let's try. And so we found a house, fell in love with it, and the kids loved it. My kids love love their room. They got walk-in closets, you know, stuff that sound like a lot here. No, girl. it's regular down there. It's regular. They had a washer and a dryer in the house. Like it's nothing. It's like, a yeah, room. We got three full bathrooms. It's like a refrigerator. We got three for them. living rooms. You know what I'm yeah. saying? I got five bedrooms. I got a dining room, a house with a, a where you could eat in the kitchen too, a family room. A two-car garage, which out here sounds like a lot. But in Charlotte, it's regular. 
But you know what be scaring me? Mm-hmm. So the other day, because I've, I've been doing, you know, dual, like in my week, half my week, I'm in PA. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in the city, like I'm holding <laughs> Brielle's hands across the street. Like I'm very much like I'm not a hover mother, but a little bit. Yeah, yeah. I do give her a little space, but not too much. But She's over, still young. You got to. But there, it's like these kids are more like free. Like they're just going outside and it's like, you know, they play in the street and I get so scared of the woods. All I can think of is Wes Craven. Like, child. Wes Craven. I don't want my, my daughter <laughs> in no scene of knowing what we did last. It scares me. So I'm just trying to get more comfortable with letting her go, you know, just hang out with the kids as they, you know, play with the bikes in the street. Because it's not mm-hmm. really the street to them. Yeah. But to me, you see a car, child, that's street. Get the hell over here. Right, right, right. Or, like, even just letting her go outside by herself. Because she's only eight. How old are your baby girls? 13 and 9. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what about the 9-year-old? Does she have, like, more freedom? She has more freedom. I mean, there's, I, I live in a really nice community where it's... What I love about my community is it's majority black. And when you see these houses, you know, in New York, you don't get to see that. Everybody... You know, has this perception. When you go out there, you see people that look like you. They doing it. They work and they own. You know, I want my kids to see people that look like them, you know, doing stuff. It's positive stuff. This, These are your role models all right. around. And it's a lot of kids. And it's a family-oriented community that I live in. And so she go outside. There's two kids next door. There's three kids on this side. There's girls across the street. There's girls up the block. And she can hang out, right. and everybody knows each other. Like, I know the parents. So if I can't find my kid, I call them, is, is Lily by your house? And she'd be like, yeah, she's in the backyard or whatever. It's, I love that. You know, I love that. I grew up in that, even though it was Queens. Yeah, but it's you know still suburban-ish. I'm still, girl, I'm nervous. I'm trying to find a spot <laughs> where I just, I just want to get get acclimated there where I'm just, like, more comfortable. I want her to be able to find her friends. And, you know, I just want to know where I can get some bundles <laughs> and, you know, a so washing set whenever needed and possibly an African hair braider and a Thai restaurant. If I get all those things, they might could get me to stay there a little longer. Okay. But other than that, I'm just, mm, I'm trying to figure it out. They have all of that in Charlotte. You trying to get me out there? Can I <laughs> Come hang out with you. You can. I, you can. My husband does real estate and out there. And I have a cousin. I have, to, I have some cousins out there. I only like one of them, and you know which one you are. Oh. You got it. That's something personal. It's okay. You know so you know about the family issues. You know, you know I, family, I know all you know too well. Family. I know all too well. We even wrote a, a book about some family. Let's talk about that book. Let's not get into my life and have me crying here. Oh, so, Lord. <laughs> you wrote a book. What made you want to write this book? Um, this book is titled How I Came to Accept Him, Right, Loving Your Child for Who They Are. Um, it's about my struggles with my second son. My second son was born a female, and, you know, he came to me, everybody's seen it on TV. Um, I just thought it was a gay thing, and I was fine, lesbian thing, I'm sorry, I want to say it correctly. You know, and I was fine with that. I was like, this is not a big deal, like, don't worry about it, mommy's here, mommy got you. Um... But when she turned 17, 18, it was like, Mom, I don't want to be a girl no more. I want to be a guy. And then that was my struggle. Right. So that really bothered me because it was like. You felt like you gave birth to a girl. I know I gave birth to a girl. You no, know but you I'm felt saying? like that's what you needed to stay as. Like you can't. Right. I right. just felt like, you know, I'm Muslim. And so I, my belief system is not the same as everybody else's. So I just felt like if you want to be gay, it's okay. You don't have to change who you are and what God made you because you're gay. Like, it's okay to be gay. So I was in that mind frame. Like, 
not sure where my child was going with this and then maybe it was a phase and a lot of it I kept pushing to the side because I didn't want to deal with it and so when we filmed VH1 the gossips game and then this female who I'm not mentioning her name anymore again in life child I wasn't um, even yeah so when she brought it up on the show I was like what are you doing? Like, right. this is something I'm dealing with personally that I haven't dealt with head on. And in a way, it was a blessing because I was able, I had, to, I was forced right. to deal with that. And so, I mean, people saw me struggle. Like, I was crying every scene. You know, I was forced to talk to my child about things. I felt like we should have did that in private, right. in my own time. And because someone said something and put my child in the mix, like, I was forced to deal with all of that in front of everybody. You know, national TV. So my book is basically, it's not about my child. It's not to out my child. I'm not outing, I, in fact, I changed my child's name in the book because my child lives a different life now. A complete man, surgery's done. So I would never put my child in a position for someone to say, you were a female at one point in your life. Because if I brought him here, you wouldn't even know at one point in time that that used to be a female. True. So my that is not the purpose of my book. My purpose in writing this book is for parents who are struggling to deal with um, their child who may be transitioning or who is looking to transition because it's really tough. And then it took a lot. I was in counseling. I thought I did something wrong as a parent. I was like, who touched my baby? Who right. You know, like all these things go through your head and it's normal things. But I want to help people and say, listen, you're not alone. These are the things that I experienced. This is what I went through. And this is how I could probably help you to get over that hump because it takes time. The same way it takes time to transition from one gender to another, it takes time. It's like learning all your whole life, two plus two is four, and then somebody come and say, nah, that shit is five. Right. You know what I'm saying? Then you got five. So it's a, it's a learning process, not only for the child who's transitioning, but for the parent. Now we have to address you a certain way. Yeah, like now, I was going to ask her, like, how did you, like, set your mind out to, like, stop saying her and she and it took a long the name time. that you gave your baby? Like, right. It took me... I would say two and a half to three years to get that together because it's an automatic thing to roll off my tongue. Hey, you know, and then you say the full name and then a boy is standing in front of you and people are like, well, who's Khadijah? Right. And I'm like, holy shit, because now you have to, you're forced like to kind of explain everything that's going on. And that makes my child feel uncomfortable. So that ain't. That wasn't, yeah, yeah, yeah that ain't my that. thing. Yeah. So it, it took a lot. Like, you could even see we were on The Breakfast Club, me and um, my child. Right. I, I don't want to say the name because um, I changed it in the book, so I have to keep remembering. Right. Um, even then, when we were on The Breakfast Club, I would get corrected because I would say, because she, and then he would be like, no, 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 no. And Envy noticed that and brought it up. So... You know, okay, it's, a, it's a process. Question. How does, how do you guys plan to be so, like, you know, not not secretive, but not cause people to question when you are in the limelight? What do you mean? You're famous. So, you know, you can easily, like, I can Google you mm -hmm. and see, okay, and then see your, your child and then they'll know. So, like. Well, what, see, what you'll see is old pictures. Right. You cannot Google my child because nobody knows his new real government name. Okay. Like, unless you saw his license, because those are old photos before the hormones, before the surgeries. Like, my child is a total different person. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, you would not know. You could see an old picture and assume. Like, some people might think that's Marquise. Right. No, they, Mar- they would. You know what I'm saying? They, they may would. think it's Marquise. They and would. it's not Marquise. Marquise was like, no, 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 no. You know what I mean? But that that's what I'm saying. And so since my child lives a brand new life, you know what I'm saying? And even his job is um, something that I want to keep him protected from because he's in law enforcement, you know, and he does his thing. And so my job is to just protect him. And j- you know what I'm saying? That's what he wanted to do. Mom's here. He know I got his back. And this is just for parents. This How is not- did you um, prepare your other children or how did you, like, explain it to your younger children? And how do you explain it to your your baby as he grows up do you even well see elijah doesn't know right so it's like just leave it alone just i let leave that it be. alone i leave it alone um bria and lily know right because you know they, they were old enough right right um but they don't oddly enough they've never questioned it they just saw the transition and they accepted children are good in that respect unlike adults Children kind of just go with the flow, and as long as you treat them good, they good. You know, and I wish adults were more like that. So my kids, they don't even talk about it. They only hear me talking about it because I have a book, and they're like, Mommy, why are you talking about that? But you How know, long did it take for you to put the book together? Um, it only took me a few months. It only took me, I think, about three. I, I, wrote, I wrote it um, in February. Maybe January I started writing, and I was done in April. So it's kind of just like different accounts of things you guys went through, and then you kind of like giving um, like your tips on how to like get through it, or is it kind of like no? A, um, I start off. I start off because you have to understand as a parent. I thought the problem was with me. Okay. So um, I go. I take you through my history and how I had my child at sixteen. I had two kids. Before I was 16 years old, I was a fast one, you know, (laughs) so I bring you through that. I bring you through the fact that my child witnessed their father beating me, you know, certain things. He was a drug dealer. And I take you through all this and then I take you to points in time where I noticed certain things that I questioned, like, oh, that's my baby. She's not doing, you know, what little girls do, but I kept pushing it to the like back of what? my mind. Because sometimes like, my daughter, like she, my Brielle, I don't think, I mean, I don't know, because she's still like eight, and I know that when I was um, young, I'm not even gonna lie, like I knew that I was attracted to girls, like, like Alan, like she pretty, like I knew like little things, so, mm-hmm. but with her, she said girls are boring, so she'd rather play with like the boys, like she likes to like get dirty and she likes to like whatever they're doing, but she still likes to put the dresses on, right? So, like, I'm like, I don't know. Like, I I felt like when uh, my child was younger and I tried to put dresses, um, it was a complete fight. Okay. Hated dresses. Christmas would come around. You know, you buying Barbie dolls, teddy bears. She want to play with trucks and Power Rangers like her brother. Why she ain't get the same thing like her brother? Um, she had certain little girls that were friends. I'd say around 11 or 12. But it was just... You can tell it was, some, it was something different. I can't put my finger on it, and I kind of explained that in the book. But I knew there was something more. There was something different. So my child didn't come out to me until, like, the age of 15. And then, you know, that I was fine with that. He was, was okay with that. I was okay with it. I don't care. <laughs> <laughs> Why are you laughing? 
laugh? Why you laugh? Because I don't care. No, because I was just trying. I, I I didn't feel like you would care, but I was like thinking that maybe you would wouldn't want your your daughter to be like the girly girl one, not the. No, I, I honestly I was kind of happy. Yeah. Because I know how I was. When I was young. Look, I had two kids before I was 16. You know what I'm saying? I had my first child at 14. And he's out there right now. People don't even know that's my son. I have to be like, no, no, no. That's, right. that's my son right there. You know what I'm saying? So I was happy that I knew she wasn't going to be like me. You like girls. You can never get pregnant. You can never be a slut. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be good. Slits. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're going to be good. I didn't care if she was a lesbian. So... So now where are you guys? Like, where's your relationship? Like, how's the bond? Like, did That's this my book, homie. <laughs> did, this book, did this book help or, like, hurt? No, it didn't. It didn't help. It didn't hurt because we already in a space where we're good. He lives his life. I, I support it. That's my baby. He moved. When he heard I was moving, he was like, I'm going to move out there. I'm going to get my own place. That's dope. Yeah. So pretty much your whole family is out in Charlotte. Yeah, with the exception of my oldest, Marquise, who I would love to come to North Carolina so I could feel like, all right, everybody's together. Dog. That's, that, wait. <laughs> I need to take a break because I need to go look at your son because I think I got tricked, hoodwinked, and bamboozled. I don't know which one is standing. It was, was standing in front of me. That's what you, so I was wrong. When I said I met you, and he was like, no, you didn't. I don't remember you. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> You know that I got tricked. Yeah. I have to go hug him and re-meet your son. <laughs> so you guys keep it right here, because when we come back, I want to shift gears a little bit. I want to tap into, you know, Gossip Viv, oh, the okay. media maven. I want to talk to her about a couple of hot topics, some relationship stuff, because okay. she's been married for some time. So I'm trying to figure years. out how I could solidify a ring and, <laughs> you know, keep things tight and right. So when we get back, more with my girl Gossip Viv and potentially another special guest. Keep it right here. It's your girl, Miss Lissa. Al. This episode of Miss Lissa Knows is brought to you in part by Necessary Drama Boutique. So head over to Instagram and check out all of their hottest fashions right now. Al. Al, and we are back. You know I'm still here with my girl, Gossip Viv, or Vivian Billings, if you're reading her book. If you're nasty. <laughs> no, if you read it, if you literary... Vivian Billings, soon to be New York Times bestseller. Oh, put it in Come the Come on, let, let, the lords, let, the, let the lords know what you want now. Yes. And, of course, we had to bring her brother from another. Mother and father. <laughs> this is 50's own Heineken. What's up, Miss Lissa? I see you on vacation shaking your cake. You can't see me on no vacation. Up, I liked I... all the pictures. I DM'd you. You oh. did. Al, look at oh. you. Well, you think I'm going to That working now is doing about it good, girl. You know, you, <laughs> there's always room for Heineken's. Oh. I, I could fill uh, up the space real quick. Oh, my God. What's Come happening on. here? Viv, no, you, no, no. <laughs> you know what it is, though. You know the first day I met Heineken, right, was when... The, when we was on the block, and you know the cops was on me. Oh, but yeah, I was telling yeah, Heineken. I, I was that. like, you know Melissa. He was like, how? I was like, it was me, you thorough and candy. I was getting arrested on 40th Street, remember? Yes. And I was like, you know what? Damn, I wish and I, I would have told. And I reached out to you that. Of course after. you did, because you didn't understand what was happening. Like, <laughs> and I told the cop, I was like, y'all got to hurry up and bring that car around, because I'm getting recognized. Yeah. 
<laughs> and he was like, this is not no car service. And I was like, listen. But that afterwards, I was like, damn, I wish I would have did it for the Vine. Like, you should have got my whole shit on camera. I probably would have been on by now. I didn't want no problems with the police. Nah, but they know better. Because you know what actually ended up happening yeah, was... tell he, me. Well, okay. So what happened was, that day was, I was in... You were um, fighting. Damn, bitch. <laughs> well, shout out to Gotham, bitch. Once again, got the goddamn exclusives. Mm. Yes. Yes. I do have hands. <laughs> Contrary to popular beliefs, I'm more than just a grind and a smile. If you mess me up, ever... You will get not playing. Sorry. You look like you hit hard. No. Okay. So this is what happened. I was in. I was. I was in a, 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 a Mexican restaurant with oh. my friends, and I was having margaritas because you gotta let people know you was a little tipsy. Now right. I had to use the bathroom. I live in Hell's Kitchen. I couldn't make it, so I had to stop in a restroom at Starbucks on 40th and. 8th Avenue. Yeah, right. shout out to y'all. Y'all took care of a girl. So now, I'm waiting for the restroom, but you know, it started creeping. So, I went to go sit down, because I was like, it was one of those moments, but then I saw these people edging to skip me, and I was like, nah. So I jumped back in front, like, uh, bam, I'm next. So then I went to open the door, and the door was locked. So I went to open the door, of course, mm -hmm. it's locked. So the next, you know, I hear somebody on the other line, like, obviously somebody's in here. So you know me and my pee-pee dance was like, well, hurry up. <laughs> Shit, I gotta go. you would have said. I'm just, I wasn't even like trying to be stank. Like I was just like, hurry up. Mm. <laughs> when that door opened, it was, um, I want to be politically correct. It was, I don't want to, it was a man with a bun. Because this one wasn't transition, nor ready to even get the bag to the doctor to pay for something. He had a five o'clock shadow, baby hairs, and a bad attitude. Wow. So, <laughs> like LL. <laughs> he walks out and looks me in my face and points that long nail and was like, when you come out the bathroom, I'm going to fuck you up. Oh. Now, oh. me and my pee-pee dance was like, thanks for the consideration. So I go in the bathroom. And I had just got my new wig sewn down, so I'm in the mirror drunk, like, Al, girl, you cute. Then forgot about what was happening outside. So I'm just looking in the mirror, fixing my eyebrows, pulling my wig down, making sure I'm right to go back outside to my friends. And next you know I hear, boom, boom, boom. Then I said I was going to beat you. Like, get out the bathroom and come get this ass whooping. Oh, my God. <laughs> Me? So... I summoned my friend, like, friend, just so you know, when I come out the bathroom, you're going to see a scuffle. So my friend's like, no, don't do that, friend. Like, stay in the bathroom. Not me. My mama didn't never raise no punk. So what I'm going to do is pin this wig because it's good things are good sold down. It just got sold down. So I just want to mm. sew it. I just want to pin my curls real quick because this was a cute wig. So I just do what I could do real quick. And then I opened that door. It was a windmill child. It was like ready for me. So I put all my Tybo and project senses into action. Bam. I ducked Bob Weave, checked my weave, and bop, punch him in the face. So now we scuffling in Starbucks. Uh, we scuffling. Somehow we end up in the middle of the of the Starbucks floor. Like everyone just gave us some space. And I was like, oh, snap. Like they not even breaking this up. Like this is going down. <laughs> so next thing you know, 
an old white man. Shout out to you, Trump. He came to try to help. And he, he went to go help and ended up, I don't know which one of us ended up hitting him, but he quickly stepped back and was like, you know what? I don't even want to deal with this. <laughs> so now, one thing about me, I black out. I can't never give you a full play-by-play. So when I came back, bam, Jim was on the floor. She, she was on the floor. I think I did a great job. I protected myself. So now my friend and I are making our way to the door because we got to go. Like, there's no time to, I don't want to stay around till the winner's announced. So now we walking out and someone said something about the cops. So I already know, so I'm nervous. So as soon as we walk out, I thought Spike Lee directed this movie. As soon as I walk out, Viv, the cops is right there. Oh, I know. Child, but they and wasn't. That's when we was walking up. No, they wasn't even. What they didn't want me. They was walking past me. So it was like Tyler Perry was like, "Oh, okay." Whew. They walked by. He comes out like they jumped me. I remember who was there before I blacked out. It was just me and you. So me and all of my ghetto ness. I was like, "Ain't nobody jump you, but me." One and two. So the cop was like, "Ah, perfect. Bam, come here. <laughs> Let me holler at you. Let me holler at you." So five minutes later, I had handcuffs on me. Two minutes later, I looked up and Gossip Viv was walking by me with Heineken, said, 50, Yayo, and all the rest of the click. The click. I was like, oh, snap. I was like, damn, what you do? And this is Look, what I did. I said, and Heineken said, you would know somebody <laughs> that's getting arrested. You would know them. Because yeah. I was like, Lissa. She was like, hey. She was like, you see that? The cops was right next to me. She was like, you see that? They know me, man. They know me. Because I just finished telling the cop, like, yo, you got to get the car because I'm going to get recognized. And he thought I was playing because I was cracking jokes. And then two seconds later, I said, see, get her a car. Got mm. to go. And then he told me, he was like, because you're so funny, I'm going to reduce it to a lesser charge. And I was like, well, what's more lesser than just letting me go home? And he's like, well, I can't do that. But they did reduce the charges. They gave me a, a McChicken and some fries. And then, you know, they let me go home a couple of hours later. And because um, his name turned out to be Chris, because Chris, Al, shout out to you, Chris, for not coming to court because you didn't do that, I was good. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. a blessing. Yeah. How many times have you been arrested, Heineken? Zero. I've learned how to avoid gunshots and police. Where are you from? Brooklyn. Brooklyn. I know how to... He like the Matrix. All my people are from Brooklyn. Viv will tell you. I keep Brooklynites. Matter of fact, last year when I was in Atlanta, these these three pigs, right? Like heavy, Uh hefty elephant women try to bang me for an extra $150 (laughs) on the hotel. I remember this. And I was like, I'm not paying that shit. Fuck you. And um, they're like, we're going to call the police. And I said, oh, shit. And as I was walking out, I saw the cops pull up. And I looked at the officer. I said, good day, officer. Which way is it to the airport? He said, oh, right that way. And then before they realized it was me, I was already hiding in someone's complex, pretending to be cheating on my wife. Because I, I live down south, so they know who belongs to. So you a southern guy at first, then Brooklyn. No, That's I lived why down nice. south for two years. Oh, nice ish. Yeah. <laughs> I, it's, from course, Brooklyn. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Yeah. I Brooklyn. survived a lot of shootouts. Viv knows. Yes. How did you guys connect? Well, I always knew Heineken. Um, Nelson from G Unit hired me for This Is 50 and was like, yo, you would be really dope to do the radio. And I got this guy, Heineken. I said, I already know who Heineken is. <laughs> were you excited or were you like, oh, child, it's going to be annoying? No, 50, no, because. 
I didn't think that. Oh, because people will always be like, oh, watch out for that guy. That's what I heard. I mean, your mouth is reckless, but I already knew. Okay, tell me what you heard. Imagine me telling you from who. Yeah, because I would look at them and say, is this true? (laughs) Hold on, let me, without saying any names, (laughs) name one thing you kind of heard, even vague. I, I ain't and no vague. I'm gonna tell you blatantly what I heard. I'm just not and watch tell you Riff say you. if it's true or not. I heard that you are arrogant and very full of yourself, and that you can't. But no, that's not true. That's what I'm saying to her. This is why we like, oh, Heineken back in. But you're a nice person, and I just also heard that not not you, Viv. I just heard that the the this is fifty click can be a little shady. Not you, the men. Oh, the men. The men. I never experienced that. At I all. never either. Did I mean? I've I've worked with Jack and I never met. I didn't. Jack never, is not like. Yes, that. I said. So I've worked with Jack and I've never, you know, dealt with Heineken hands on. But that's what the people were saying. Well, the what people's you, are wrong. I know about. I know. Whoever you heard that information, yeah, don't listen they, to them. What you heard about yourself? Um, well, because you got people. People only know what two years worth of the resume, so. Viv knows there was not a famous chick's ass I didn't grab. Mm-hmm. Except for Angela Yee. I grabbed Steph's ass. I grabbed Sophia's ass. I grabbed all the asses. All of them. You name them, I grabbed it. Yeah, titties, titties ass. Yeah. I was looking for So Erica. you was known for violating, violating the gang? They let him do They let that. me do this. They let him do that. And it's all on film. Mm-hmm. Back when he used to have True Stories Radio. I grabbed all of them. Erica Mena, I had plans to grab her titties, and she was she was all on board, but she wouldn't show up. How did you get the women to get so comfortable? I know how to talk to people. I don't feel like taking off nothing or letting you hold it. Make me feel it. Let me see. No. Work that magic, nigga. You, Pull a titty out. No. Let me hear you. Let me, make right, me, let me let you. Matter of fact, let, let me see. Let me do something better Work. for you. I don't even want it. Let me see. No, I'll do something. Work the magic. Too. Okay, you about to show me the picture ain't gonna work. No, I'll take. Let's go get. Oh, you yeah. know I'm greedy. You know me. <laughs> can I grab your ass now on the low no. low? No. All right. <laughs> make that. But if you can I'll... take, maybe we get to the restaurant. You like comes, to put your hand with... on my kneecap no, as no. they plate my mail. I don't do friend zone. Oh, I don't negotiate with terrorists. You I don't so... do friend zone nonsense. I will leave you right there to pay the bill. Do you guys think that platonic friendships are real? Yes. If you're not trying to smash, yeah, yeah. it could work. It's only when the, when somebody is unattractive. One of them got to be ugly, right? You know, no, girl, that's or like my brother. The vibe just got to be. No, I don't think that. Um, because I have a lot of nice looking male friends. You you married, girl? Yeah. And but if you ever cool got drunk and was like, my husband ain't shit, man. can I just sleep over here? They gonna be like, hell yeah, girl. He lay your bed out there. Get you ready. <laughs> He no. ain't shit, girl. He give you back massage. Make no. you feel good. Listen, my husband knows my every move. He knows my my other brother outside, and I'm at his house. Mm-hmm. My husband knows, and he knows his wife. I'm like... Do you feel like when you're married, you have to have friends that are also married? Like, do you have a lot of single friends? Like, how often do you hang out with Heineken on his out. thotty bodies? Well, she's seen all the chicks, the famous chicks throw themselves at me and stuff yeah, like I've that. Seen yeah, chicks I don't make these stories up. Nigga, it's Denzel. I just be having great profile moments. Listen, I'm I'm nothing don't extra sleep special. On Heineken. I'm not sleeping on or with girl. Why not? I can. I'm so woke. I'm Erica Badu. Listen, I can thoroughly satisfy you, and I'll take you out to eat, and we'll get two bottles of champagne and wine. And I'm gonna tell you how that actually gonna go, cause <laughs> excuse me, the food first. Of course, the food first. Possibly the bottle, and then I'm gonna see how, how I'm feeling. feeling. And if you don't feel the right way, 
You say you live in Hell's Kitchen. I know a good strip club afterwards, so I'm still going to win. <laughs> we going to privatize? <laughs> Is there a love connection going on here? Ooh, no. I'm Ain't no Chuck Woolery. Chuck Woolery. Or no Andy you know, Cohen. Be, you know, I'll be chilling, Viv. What's your kind of lady? You got churrins? No, nah, no kids. Do you want some? Maybe. Do you think that you could get married being that you're in this industry with the bitches just throwing themselves at you? No, um, we cannot. We just had this conversation. Be, it's, being married is not hard. I just... Not gonna tolerate manufactured conflict. I'm not tolerating nonsense. You said tolerate? Yeah, I'm not tolerating none of it. What part of the marriage oath say anything about toleration? I heard love, honor, obey by bundles. Oh, that, that's the cute. That's the cute packaging right there. I'm not. That's what, they gonna have to say that in my my marriage when we doing our oaths. Oaths yeah. What's the what is it called, Viv? Because you know I've never been married. What is it called when you do it? When you write your I, own vows. 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 Girl, yeah. I want all the vows. A E I O U N Bundu too. I want all my vows. You are listen, crazy. just know. Listen, if I get married, I'm cheating on you. I Don't know you are. What? No, you think worse. why? Because I have to even the score. What? Oh, yes. What score? I've enough. You man. know that happened, Tara. Like she like. Yeah, yeah. I got. I got to make sure the score is even. Man. What's the score right now, Heineken? It's in my favor, but oh my women can rack up real quickly, and I got to make sure the score is always even. I feel like somebody <laughs> hurt your heart. No, I pay attention. Somebody hurt your heart. No, who's I'm calling in? What are you? Who? Somebody. One of no. them video vixens did something to you. I never you. dealt with no industry chick. <laughs> No, no. Don't Would you lie. ever let somebody do something for an interview? Never did that before. But would you? No. And if some trash rapper came up where she was bad, and she and like, come she on, honey, I know I can't rock the mic, but let me rock your mic, and then no. you can put my... You mm -mm, wouldn't? Mm -mm. If she... I would appreciate the offer. And because... <laughs> yo, sometimes chicks be saying, yo, let me come up on the show. I'm like, I... But you're not offering anything. All right, cool. You can at least offer a dick He's suck. He's lying. I'm lying. Many so what is the protocol to get to slob your knob? Nah, that's bullshit. And probably lick Viv nips too. <laughs> oh, a lot of chicks want to suck Viv's nips. Not for nothing. If I, Yo, I might see, I don't know about you. She's a married woman, so I can't talk the way I want to talk. <laughs> but enough, enough porno chicks. Was it not Roxy? One of them wanted to suck your nipples um, off. Roxy Reynolds. Yeah, she was grabbing her titties and everything, yo. And Roxy was just going around grabbing every guy's pipe, you know what I mean? <laughs> Roxy Reynolds was had a thing for the B.I. That had to be one of your craziest interviews, no? What's the craziest that, one? The craziest one? When, um, um, what's the motherfuckers from Brooklyn? Uh, Tech and Steel. Uh, Coco Brothers. What was uh, Smith, Smith & Wesson. Yeah, they was crazy? Cause Shouts they, to Tech and Steel. <laughs> And Tech is my homeboy. Love him to death. But I think he had a little too much of that brown water mm, when he came up. And sauce. I don't know what happened between him and Heineken, but it got oh, so it got tense crazy. up at G-Unit. Yeah. And I was like, this cannot go down. This Y'all was having a, a, a slick slinging contest? No. No, they was, was about to knock each other to Why? I don't even know what I happened. Sweet, um, so I think you asked him about Drake. Yeah, I said Drake. At the time, Drake was remixing a lot of um, artists of that era. And yeah. I said, yo, would you ever give Drake the okay to remix your joint? It'd be a great way to, you know, get a whole different audience and things like that nature. Like, yo, fuck out of here. And I'm thinking they're joking. 
I'm like, nah, like, yo, that would be a dope look. Let, let Drake give you the call. Let it happen. All of a sudden, his eyes turned. He started getting aggressive. Oh. And again, it didn't, it didn't register until his boy jumped in. It's like, yo, chill. And then I'm looking at him now the whole time. I'm like, listen, I've been hit very hard. So if you don't hit like a hammer, you only got three chances before I can choke you out. She knows that. It was that. bad. It was so bad. It was so You got to hit really hard. I'm going to definitely go check that. I want to know. Was you nervous? Don't lie. No, I, no, I've been in no, 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 no. I've been in no. shootouts. Vivian, I've been in brawls. No, I'm telling you. It I've was so weird because, you know, Tekken Steel had their people. Right. Yeah, and then pushing. they had their people. And, and it, it was, was just, just so awkward. And I was like, you know what? Let's change the subject. And I had to literally grab Tech. And I was like, talk to me. Talk to me. If you don't want to talk to it wasn't Heineken, like, it's cool. Talk yeah. to me. And, it, you know, I de-escalated him. Mm-hmm. And then after that, it was cool. It was, it was cool. like it never happened. I didn't feel... But it was a tense... Little moment. It was a tense moment. I was like, I'm a Monte. Listen, that was... Hazel E says that. No, Hazel... no, no. She stole that I tried to grab her ass, too, to connect. yo. Oh, Shout yeah. out to my girl, Kalia. That's your Kalia word. Kalia works with Hazel no, E. She... Yeah, girl. Yes, yeah, she do. Oh, Okay. Understood. Shouts to Kalia Clark. Al, I love girl, you, girl. You over here making words, dressing bitches. Ow. Now, have you guys ever had tension? Yeah. Yep. How? Why? What happened? Who fixed it? Um, we're, we're... Heineken thought um, I sniped him, as, as his words mm-hmm. would put it. Heineken sometimes, it's like a brother and sister thing. You know, he felt a certain way, and I was like, that's not how I wanted you to take that. It's miscommunication, like anybody would. But I just think if you have a great relationship with somebody, communication comes into play, and you can work that shit out. Yeah, like, and then I had spoken to Angela about it, like, real briefly. Who, Yeezus? Yeah, yeah. Angela, because we've known, I've known Yeez uh, nine years, you know what I'm saying? So, and she's like, how's Viv doing? I said, you know, I haven't spoken to Viv, you know, her and I, had a little friction, and she's like, "You better fucking call her." So if you yeah, don't call her, I'm gonna have problems with you. Yeah, she did say. That. And Angela don't really talk like that, right? She at meant all. It. Yeah, that's my yeah. And that's her sister, sister. Well, not blood, but you know. Did you guys meet on the, on the show? No, I that's knew way Angela okay. way back, yeah. way back before she even was doing lip service. She was um, she just had like a little internet radio show. And then she had just started working at Sirius Satellite Radio after, with right? DJ Enough. That's how this far way back when yeah. she was working with DJ Enough. You I mean met Cypher her. Sound. Uh, was it Cypher Sound? Yeah, she got her Puerto Ricans confused. <laughs> well, no, no, no. DJ Enough is Dominican. Sorry. Yeah. Um, yeah, he's Dominican. Mi cumpleaños. Is that how you how you? That means your birthday. Muy apologetico. Oh my God. Ain't that how you say I'm sorry? No. I mean, I don't know, man. I, it's hard to apologize. How you say it? Me ex novio es puertorriqueño. That's me out, boyfriend. You say me ex, <laughs> me ex novio es puertorriqueño. That's okay, why I'm so like un boy. poquito. Okay. So how you say sorry? Um, no? Nobody knows? Don't, don't worry, because you know we're going to do a pop quiz. Okay. I like to do fun games. So I want to do this because it's kind of like a family-oriented episode. I want to do this one family feud style. So I'm going to ask you guys each five questions. So one of y'all got to leave the room so I can ask one first. Oh, and then like the other Steve one. Steve Harvey? Al girl. Steve Harvey. Okay. You should let ladies first. Go. No, I'm really settled right now. Yeah, let me. Let me. He said he really settled? Yeah. And Viv, you know. 
bitch. What's your sign? Uh, astronaut. Asshole not? Yeah. I feel like Ask Viv. She knows my sign. What's his sign? Oh, I knew he was feeling real extra. What? <laughs> no. Okay. Name something you wake up in the middle of the night for. Um, check cell phone. How many showers is too many? 79. Favorite urban food? Uh, Rasta pasta. Best rapper alive? Um, Sean Carter. Name something you'll do for the pussy. Um, fuck her friend. Ding, 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 ding! Okay, so Vivian is back in the room. I was explaining to everyone that we flipped it a little bit. On Family Feud, you want to try not to get his answers. Oh, and not this to get one, his answers? You want to get, we want to know how well you know Heineken. Okay. So, <laughs> name something Heineken wakes up in the middle of the night to, to do. Eat pizza. That's actually a good answer. <laughs> it's not the right one, but that's really a good answer. He said check his cell phone. Oh. How many showers is too many? For Heineken? Mm-hmm. Three? He was being extra, girl. He said 79. He was being extra. Exactly what I told you. Favorite urban food? Pizza. It's a great answer. <laughs> I said Rasta Pasta. Ah! She's not wrong. I'm going to tell you, really, listen. Do you know yourself? Yeah, of course. You over here trying to be special. That's what I Best do. rapper alive. He don't like anybody. Um, he likes somebody. He does? He likes somebody. Best rapper alive, huh? I don't know. I give up. Tell her. Nope, nope, nope. Rock him? No. Rock him. Jay-Z, man. Rock him. Oh, okay. <laughs> Name something Heineken will do for the pussy. Eat pizza. <laughs> That's a great answer, too. She's not wrong. <laughs> he loves pizza. <laughs> you guys were so much fun. It was actually fuck her friend. He's so extra, this guy. I've always said, like, You're if a chick so acts up, I'm going to fuck her mother. How many years have I said that? Yeah, he said that. Yeah, I'll snipe a chick's mother real quick. I'm so you like You like gifts? Yeah. Grandmothers, okay. I know some good gifts. Gifts? I. I see well, the, uh, never mind. That's okay. We got to bring y'all back and have this done again. Yes. Heineken, what is your Instagram? Twitter, Facebook? Um, Heineken, H-Y-N-A-K-E-N. Mahente name? Mahente. Yo, you know, I had a high-speed internet. Listen, you can catch me on Instagram <laughs> and Twitter at Gossip Viv. You can go out Barnes & Nobles, Amazon.com, Books A Billion. Please go out and get my book titled How I Came to Accept Him. The forward is by Kim Osorio. Shouts to Kim. Source um, Magazine. Yeah, I haven't nice. been giving her uh, shouts out. Nobody's I been asking was... me. And her name is right on the front yeah. cover alongside mine. Shouts to Shauna Brooks who gave me the quote. And I love y'all. Tune in. Please, I'm, I'm trying to be the New York Times. She going to hit that. Time. We got we to gotta support each other. Come on, ladies. It's your girl, Miss Lissa. Until next time. Next time. Groom your eyebrows, drink water, and mind your business.